What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful Arsenio's ESL podcast. If you're watching me on YouTube, thank you so much. If you're watching me on, of course, Facebook, thank you so much. If you're watching me on Instagram, thank you so much. If you're listening to me in podcast form, I love you. With that being said, all good graciousness has gone around and we are getting into this. Now, remember, guys, you literally have probably about eight hours left. Okay. If you're watching this on Facebook, you may, you might have six hours left. If you're watching this on YouTube, you have six hours left. The TOEFL ITP structure, 22 lessons, over five hours of content, mini tests, final exam, videos to even come. That's all available right now. And if you want to establish yourself, it's 50% off by the way. So with all that being said, with the 22 lessons, with, uh, oh my God, what is it? Jeez, I don't even know what I'm saying. 22 lessons, five hours of content, all of that put together is literally $27, okay? Written expression is now available too. Now, if you guys sign up with written expression, it's also $27 too, up until July 2nd. Then it's gonna revert back to $57. So. If you guys are interested, right now is the time. If you're listening to me in podcast form, it's a little too late. But guess what? If you buy the written expression, you'll be able to get the structure right now for $27 too. So it's win-win all around, people. Win-win all around. And with that being said, guys, I'm so excited to get into this intermediate reading here. Herman Melville. All right. That is on the menu for today. So let's dive right into this. So again, you got about two paragraphs. It's an intermediate version. Understand that. And you guys got to go quick in terms of these answers. You cannot lollygag. You cannot mess around. It needs to be quick uh, because we know how long the reading does take for a lot of you out there. So in saying that, here we go. Number one, the main subject of the passage is, now remember, if this is your first time watching me, it takes a while to understand what the main subject of the passage is. Now, this is an intermediate reading. This is nowhere near what you're going to be facing on the monster of the test coming up soon. All right. So understand that you need to be careful, okay, with wasting a lot of time. 55 minutes, 50 questions. Okay. That means one minute <laughs> per item but it needs to be even quicker than that, yeah? So the main subject of the passage, we're gonna let this one slide and we'll come back to it, okay? Number two, according to the passage, Melville's early novels were, we could find this very and relatively quickly. So let's go up here. His early novels, okay, is what we're looking for. The first mention of his early novels. So here we go. If we look at this, I hurry up and scan through. I see that obviously during his travels at the basis of his early novels. Uh, and that's where he gained the majority of the information in regards to his novels was through traveling, right? And so what ended up happening, his experiences on a trip to Liverpool, England served as a basis for the novel Red Burn. In 1941, he set out well in blah, 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 the South Seas after jumping to Tahiti, da, 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 da. I don't, uh, oh, Island Sojourn was a backdrop to the novel Omu in 1847. So basically, his early novels were about his travels. So if we look at the answers, according to the passage, number one, published while he was traveling, not necessarily. 
Number two, completely fictional. It's not what it said. Number three, all about his work on whaling ships. Not exactly. That's a specific, specific detail in his second novel, which was established or published in 1847, titled Omu. The answer would be was based on his travels. D. That's how we process of eliminate. We hurry up and look for novels. Okay. First novel. Okay. Correlated with this. Correlated with this. 1841. 1847. It's about his travels. It's a backdrop. And that's what it says and introduces itself in the second sentence. It says he traveled extensively and used the knowledge gained during his travels as the basis of his early novels. Boom. That is your answer. And then the follow-up, obviously, 1837, uh, 1849, 1847. These novels were all based on his travels. Okay? So then, here we go. In what year did Melville's book about his experience as a cabin boy appear? Okay? Experiences as a cabin boy. So we have to look for the key word. Cabin boy. Here we go. I found it in 1837 at the age of 18. Melville signed as a cabin boy on a merchant ship. Now, if you look at these answers, A, 1837, 2, 1841, 3, 1847, or C, and D, 1849. But it's not what year he signed. It is not A. It's not 1837. Is what year did Melvin's book about his experience as a cabin boy appear? When did it appear? See, that's the big thing that we have to look for. So, 1837, signed as a cabin boy on a merchant ship that was set to sail from his Massachusetts home to Liverpool, England. His experiences on that trip, okay, and his experiences as a cabin boy on a merchant ship served as a basis for the novel, the novel Redburn in 1849. Your answer is 1849. That's a distractor. 1837 was a distractor. Some of you would immediately say, oh, Melville, ca uh, uh, cabin boy. Got it. That's it right there. No. The book about his experiences as a cabin boy. When did it appear? 1849 is your answer. All right, so then obviously the one number five, what does the word basis serve as? So let's go over here in line number five. It's actually technically in line number four, okay? So don't forget it. So anyways, it says his experiences on the trip served as basis for the novel Redburn, okay? There are not, there's nothing else that can coincide or connect that. So what did it serve as? His experiences on the trip served as something for the novel Redburn, okay? So it's referring to it, right? So your answers are A, foundation, B, message, th uh, C, bottom, or D, thing. Now, does it say anything about thing? Okay, we didn't talk about the theme, like the experience, like what was around him at the time. That's not what we're focusing on, yeah? Bottom doesn't make sense either. The basis, some of you would believe, oh, well, the bottom, yeah, it served as the bottom of his novel. No, 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 not the bottom. The foundation A is the answer. B, it says nothing about a message, right? So don't get thrown off. Again, uh, process of elimination to make your best choice, okay? Select the best choice. That's what you have to do. If you don't understand what basis is, 
guess what? You're gonna have to take out some of the bad answers and you got a 50-50 chance, okay? So, here we go. The passage implies that Melville stayed in Tahiti because, so why did he stay in Tahiti? So we have to look for obviously the word Tahiti, okay? Now, as basis, as the basis for the novel, well, I guess you can put that as the basis of the novel. Not really sure. But anyways, here we go. In 1941, Melville set out on a whaling ship headed for the South Seas. After jumping ship in Tahiti, he wandered the islands of Tahiti and Morea. This South Sea island sojourn was a backdrop to the novel Omu. Okay, so what did he do? Okay. What did, what, what, what is it? The passage implies that Melville stayed in Tahiti because, okay, so he jumped ship. What does that mean? You guys got to understand that. That's kind of like an idiom. You're not going to see that on some of the tests nowadays, right? But it says after jumping ship in Tahiti, he wandered around the islands of Tahiti. So he left the ship, okay? He left the ship in Tahiti. And that's what we have to try to look at in regards to the answers, a, it says he had unofficially left his ship. B, he said he was on leave while his ship was in port. It did not say that. C, or number three, he had finished his term of duty. It absolutely did not state that. And D, he had received permission to take a vacation. It says nothing about permission. A, meaning he jumped ship. He unofficially left his ship. That's how you do it. All right. So now we're going into number six, the Frygate. Okay, so we have to look for the word. What does Frygate in what like closest meaning to? So what I have here, after three years away from home, comma, what does the word Frygate mean, right? Melville joined up with a U.S. naval Frygate that was returning to the eastern United States around Cape Horn. So basically... He joined up with a naval. What is a naval? Okay, this is basically in the water, some kind of ship. And it was re returning back to the Eastern United States. So whatever this Frygate is, is returning to the Eastern United States by water. So then we have to look at the answers and say, okay, I understand that. Okay, what is a Frygate? Is it an office? An office cannot return by water to the East Coast. A ship can, a troop cannot, and a train most certainly cannot. B, or number two, is your answer, all right? So what we have, and what I really want you guys to do, I don't want to do these all, because I know some of you are going to be watching the video in all different areas on my blog and stuff, but the answers are on the second page. So what I have here, let alone number one, is number seven, eight, nine, and ten to do, okay? We got, what is it? Um... Number seven, how did the publication of Moby Dick affect Melville's, okay, whatever it might be, his popularity increased. It had no effect uh, on his popularity. It caused his popularity to decrease. So basically the word here that we're looking for is his popularity. So go look for that, okay? The next question, number eight, according to the passage, Moby Dick is, what is it? A romantic adventure? single faceted work, a short story about a well, symbolic of humanity fighting the environment, okay? Another vocabulary word, obviously number nine, the word metamorphosis, what does that mean? Okay, if you guys know the book about metamorphosis, it means that it is a shape-shifting. <laughs> and the last one, 
The passage will most likely be assigned in what type of reading course? 19th century novels, American history, oceanography, or modern American literature? And then you go back up to number one, you answer number one. So I'll be waiting for your answers. You could comment down below, okay? You could read the rest of the paragraphs. You could go on to my blog, but I really want you guys to have this practice too. I don't wanna just answer all the questions. I just want you to see how I use the techniques to answer the questions and what type of techniques I have and how I navigate very quickly through the paragraphs, okay? So in saying that guys, thank you so, so much for tuning in to another wonderful ESL podcast or another video. If you guys have any questions, man, I'll be waiting for you. And until uh, then, you guys better stay tuned for more over and out.